Okay then guys, good morning. Good morning to everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is of course is your opportunity to be as prepared as you can for today's trading opportunities. So we spent the next sort of 15 minutes or so just being able to analyze these markets, get a bit of an understanding in terms of these market conditions. Uh, we'd identify the areas in which we want to try and exploit and see if we can identify some good opportunities and then we look to execute that trade plan uh, during a European trading session and US trading session today. So um, so let's get straight into it then. We'll of course start with our risk warning. Just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning uh, currently up on screen. And as a quick introduction then, all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade. So trade selection, important facet, and that's what this session really helps with. Um, then we need to determine exactly where we're going to enter and exit these markets. We always use stop losses. We always calculate our exposure to each trade so we know how much capital we're committing to each trade. Um, and that's the fundamental um, uh, characteristic of our, of our risk management approach. Um, trade management as well. So if the market moves in your favor, you know, you need to have some sort of ability to 
firstly mitigate risk secondly to be able to book in profit as the market moves in your favor and then trade psychology all important facets of trading these financial markets so we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms and we are strong advocates of being consistent in your approach if you keep chopping changing your trading approach uh, you will find it a very challenging environment because um, you, you just literally won't be able to uh, get a, a proper foothold for any length of time because market conditions change they ebb and flow um so we can adapt according to the market conditions but we broadly have our consistent trading strategy that underpins everything we do uh, be accurate in the levels you use every level we use whether it's an entry or an exit has a particular purpose um it's not a randomly generated sort of price level Discipline with our capital and, of course, be patient as well. Okay, so let's start off then with um, Forex Factory and we'll have a little breakdown of the news. So, in our opinion, these markets are in a bit of a strange little phase at the moment. And I want to I share with you that when markets rally and then that rally fizzles out and it starts getting a little bit exhausted, um, what you often see is kind of a, a, a period of consolidation. Now that creates a floor and a ceiling. And what that can potentially do is either present really good opportunities for uh, another leg to the upside, or it provides really good opportunity for that secondary trend trade, that, that kind of rollover to the downside. Um, and we like these little breakouts of these periods of consolidation, whether they're higher and lower. And we're seeing that in quite a few different markets right now. So that's the that's the overlying backdrop um yesterday uh new home sales came in much much worse than expected so um if you're looking at headlines uh on bloomberg it says like treasuries extend blockbuster rally on fed wager and that's basically the fed not looking to increase rates and although that narrative is still in place it does feel as if that narrative is getting a little bit tiresome um so we are seeing especially on the on the two-year treasury yield in fact I'll, I'll just bring it up and, and just show it with you we are seeing that roll over just a little bit but we're not seeing the corresponding that's the two-year we're, we're kind of down at these lows and then the 10-year uh, i think we've made a new low on the 10-year if i'm not mistaken so yeah, just it, it's grinding, isn't it? It's it's just easing over to the downside. Now that these treasury, um, this treasury rally, so to speak, price down, sorry, uh, price up, yield down, uh, is is kind of positive for equity markets. Although very quickly, we're not really seeing the positivity play out. We're, we're actually seeing the um, the the opposite of that. Um, so we we want to to take stock really um I'll put the dax i'll break this down for you in a little bit more detail uh pretty shortly but you can see how these markets have <coughs> we have been in a pretty strong upside move and now there is an argument to suggest actually we could probably start looking for some selling opportunities at very specific price points so uh, Tuesday, the 28th of November, of course, these months are ticking by pretty quickly. So what do we have today? Well, we've only really got consumer com uh, confidence numbers and um, we're, it's, we're expecting it to soften. So if you look at the, the previous numbers, we, we have been in the summer, we're up at 117, which was 
regarded as, you know, fairly positive uh, consumer, you know, fairly strong. And it does seem like that consumer is weakening. So if we peaked in July, it's come down to 106, 103, 102, and now we're expecting 101. So all that means is we have a mildly softening consumer which would be a concern in the US because 90%, sorry, 70% of the US economy is consumer driven. So it's a good economic indicator. And that's the three o'clock today. That's UK time, of course. So apart from that, nothing of any major concern. We've got the S&P composite, um, HPI year on year. Um, we're expecting to see a little bit of a, an uptick in that. Uh, a strong, you can see we've kind of fallen off a cliff We've kind of had a little bit of a bounce on that number, but not likely to be, uh, uh, it's a medium impact event. It's not likely to be that significant. Uh, and then tomorrow we can start looking at some inflation and uh, and rate um, rate hike events. It's not necessarily rate hike at the moment. We're in kind of a, a rate hiking pause. Um, it's probably... The better way to put it but we get uh, australian dollar cpi numbers expected to, to to continue to come down very much in line with with global inflation at the moment we're expecting the the rbnz to actually hold rates of 5.5 and we might have a bit of a hawkish pause again from the rbnz until that that inflation rate does come right down there's the expectation it will and we're going to get some further confirmation of German monthly CPI inflation, headline inflation numbers looking to come in negative. Uh, and I think that's one of the first times in a while, no, sort of two, so six months ago, we kind of dipped into negative territory from an inflation perspective, but the pressure is very much lower. Um, Spanish CPI, we're a little bit higher, it's a little bit stickier. It seems to be this is year on year now. We seem to be bouncing off the lows, and there's the potential for Spanish inflation to get higher year on year, ever so marginally. But um, if that surprises to the upside, that could be a sort of a, an interesting development for, for these markets. And then we've got some growth numbers. So we do have fairly decent growth in, in the US. And if you look at the 5% mark, that Sorry, if we look at the 5% market back here, we were up at 7% uh, quarter on quarter. And now we're seeing a sizable, we were around that sort of 2.5% for a while. And now this is a sizable uptick in, in growth. So the, I suppose the um, this idea of a recession, I think is still on the back seat. We still need to see those economic indicators start to weaken. Unfortunately, quite considerably for that recessionary narrative to sort of feed through at the minute broadly speaking the the numbers are remarkably positive and they're surprisingly positive but they are positive so we kind of have to go with that with that understanding um we'll be hearing from the governor of the, the bank of england as well and that will do us for now um we do have to keep an eye on thursdays just to let you know we've got um major core inflation numbers and uh, we've got OPEC plus as well on uh, on Thursday so a very eventful day for the markets potentially so um, just wanted to just 
kind of take a little step back in these markets and um, if we can let's put the Aussie dollar up here because we're we're still in we're technically in this so we're able to ease ourselves into an Aussie dollar trade yesterday we, we do like the dollar weakness trade um, we're, we're probably not going to get our own way on it um, it's not we're not really seeing a lot of the, the correlations play out um, let me just let me switch to gold trade so just as a just as a market overview so let's bring up our, our pen just briefly sometimes it is quite nice to step back from these markets and just say right and where are we at with these trades like what are these markets currently doing um well let's take the equity markets first and we can say for over um the best part of uh, a week now uh two four six so six or seven days we're kind of trading in a pretty tight range now the size of this range is only about 15 points so to say that that's a small range is an understatement same situation here for the nasdaq um same situation for um, european uh, the, the the dax and even in markets like oil which are very very choppy we're we're we're, we're we're forming a bit of a bit of a bottom. Now we can probably include the euro dollar in that kind of in that kind of space. Um, there is definitely a bias to the upside, very much in line with uh, with the the weaker dollar that we've been seeing fairly recently, and that's where the only moves have occurred. But we do get a little bit nervous when it's just when it's just you know one one part of the market so what we've seen from the pound dollar is um a bit of a, a move to the upside same correlated uh, trade in the aussie dollar and absolutely um with, with gold so we've seen the dollar weaken across the pound dollar the aussie dollar uh, and gold and these are the ones that we've been trying to monitor but it it, these moves are not we're not ultimately that confident about those moves we are above these 200 period daily moving averages which is good we've extended pretty high in gold so we could really correct on that so if this rolled over to the downside we wouldn't be overly surprised about that um we have sort of recently made new continuation trades to the upside so so I suppose what we're saying is we can continue to look for further upside in these markets, but we really have to bear in mind that, um, yes, we might get some continuation off the back of these trades uh, to the upside. And if so, there'll probably be decent rally trades. Um, however, we want to now, bearing in mind we've been consolidating, we were anticipating we probably might get a bit of consolidation in these markets. But we have to really consider the, the, the corrective move, which could be a you know 
potentially a, a decent move. And same with the pound, with the euro dollar. And we want to keep our options open. If these markets start selling off, we want to keep, I mean, oil, we really have a bullish bias unless um, OPEC go a bit nuclear with this meeting uh, on Thursday, which we don't think they will do. Um, but they have the potential to set the cat amongst the pigeons and we'll see how that plays out. So um, market-wide, looking at correlations, we've got a bit of softening in the in the in in the bond markets, which is uh, in bond yields, which uh, which should be supportive to the upside in these prices. So we have a let's refer to it as we've got limited upside potential and more constructive downside moves potentially in the pipeline. However, we probably need some 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 catalyst for a move in either direction. And right now we don't really have that catalyst. So we're, we're, we're left with uh, a, a market condition which has, we've been rallying now for three, four weeks and now we're up at these highs. It does look like we're, we're, we're running into a little bit of exhaustion. So um, the, other, the other pairs to just look at are potentially uh, further strength in the yen, which is kind of what we're slowly getting. Um, we're getting a bit of weakness against the dollar again, which just puts spanner in the spokes a little bit. So if we, if we talk about risk on, risk off, we kind of have the potential for risk off at this stage. Um, across the board, which would mean uh, a potential for dollar strength. Um, and it looks like we could see that pretty much across the board. Um, dollar strength even against the Aussie and the New Zealand. Sorry, I'm flicking through these because we, we'll, um, we'll just summarize now in just a second. Bit of dollar strength in, in gold trade as well. And um, we're back to the S&P, which looks like this rally to the upside, which is full of bullish price action, is now drifting sideways up at these highs. So really, we, we would ordinarily expect a bit of a corrective move. Now, the, the fundamentals behind these markets are a little bit challenging. They're a little bit um, mixed in nature. So we have lowering bond yields which we'd expect equities to push higher and it's not the case the equities are looking softer um we do have a bit of correlation between a, a risk off trade in the equities and uh and a a strengthening dollar the problem is we're probably a little bit away from from being able to buy the us dollar um but we could certainly look for sell trades across the equities so we've got a We've got a bit of a dilemma on our hands. So yesterday morning we were saying broadly we kind of have this mixed market dynamic, a lot of consolidation. Uh, there's the potential for the risk on trade. Um, our, our preference was further dollar weakness. Now we were able to buy the Aussie dollar yesterday, but we don't have full confidence in the in the, the dollar weakness trade at this point. Um, and if we do, it's primarily across the pound dollar, the Aussie dollar, and, and in gold. And we got into one of three yesterday. We were very close to getting into the pound dollar as well. 
And the problem is when you have a mixed market dynamic, it, it makes you just a little bit more conservative perhaps than, uh, than a, a better quality setup. So, um, so with this in mind, we kind of have a bit of a, a mixed, a mixed market condition. So, so let's refer to it as that. What we can do is, if if these markets roll over to the downside in the equities, we can look to take small sell trades. We're not going to go sort of big on them. Um, We've got a potentially strengthening yen. Um, it's quite mixed, but we do have this potential for um, so yesterday we had the potential for risk on market conditions. We didn't get them. We didn't get that follow through. We didn't get those opportunities coming through. Now we have the potential for risk off market condition. So, so what we can do here is primarily focus on what the indices are doing, except we're looking at um, indice weakness. Uh, See, would we sell with that much? See, so far we've had the first. Um, the the CAD looks like it's strengthening against the dollar. So we're positioned on the Aussie dollar to the upside. So. We're just procrastinating because we've got a kind of a mixed market condition. We don't really have uh, huge clarity across the board. Okay. Right. Um, so we're not even comfortable with the with the with the dollar strength call. Um, honestly. Yeah, we don't really have. Okay, let's let's instead of market wide dollar strength, let's look at this as a double top, and we'll look at a pullback, uh, the one on nine twenty three. Okay, let's let's just slightly change this. Um, so we call an individual trade euro dollar. Uh, so. Below the um, one hundred nine twenty three, one zero nine 
23 level. Okay, elsewhere, what do we have? There's nothing. Right, because we've got potential risk off, we're, going to, we're also going to add. Uh, so potential uh, yen strength. Okay, we'll just broadly look at yen strength, probably more so against the euro and the um, and the pound potentially, but we'll see how that plays out. See if there's any further strength. Sorry. Right. Okay. So this is our trade plan. Then um, let me bring this up. So. So our overall view is that this market is very mixed in nature. So we've got arguments to support um, a risk-on trade, arguments to support a risk-off trade. It, we're just looking slightly more at the potential for a risk-off market condition, which is indices lower, and the potential for a dollar to strengthen. So if, the, is, if these indices roll over to the downside, there's a decent technical setup to start selling. Also, the euro-dollar looking to sell below the 109.23, um, that's if that 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 dollar strength trade starts to kick in, then the euro dollar is probably primed for that uh, a decent sell trade, and we're just going to look potentially for some yen strength. So that's euro yen, pound yen, for some further downside is is, is would be the idea. We we spoke about it yesterday when it started to sell off, and we're thinking if we get continuation in this uh, and we have a risk off market condition, that that could be uh, an interesting opportunity for us as traders over the course of the trading day. Okay, so um, apologies for the procrastination. It is really what these markets are giving us. They're not giving us, you know, a real quality sort of uh, setup today. It's quite mixed in nature. So hopefully that makes a little bit of sense. And when we do have conditions like this, we trade with smaller size, um, potentially slightly larger stop losses if we can, if we have a choice. Um, we, we'd probably choose the slightly larger stop loss. But certainly keeping that, that that control over your exposure in these markets would be very, very important. And we'll be, like like yesterday, we got into the Aussie dollar. We didn't want to fill our boots just, you know, because we didn't really have the, the market conditions to support us to do that. And unfortunately, it's a similar sort of dynamic today. So what we're looking for is that next catalyst. And if it's bullish, then we'll, we'll look for buy, uh, buying opportunities. And if it's bearish, we'll look for selling opportunities and we'll will allow the markets to um, to dictate. And at the moment, they're not dictate, dictating an awful lot. All right, guys, hope that makes sense. I just posted it there into the chat box. In terms of narrative, it looks like this rate pivot narrative seems to be um, running out of a bit of steam. So we're looking for that next narrative to start to kick in. Any questions, feel free to post them, guys. And um, we'll uh, we'll switch rooms now to our European uh, live trade room. Hopefully, you can join us for that. Um, so look, thanks very much for joining us, guys. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next time. If you are interested in learning how to trade the financial markets, you're very welcome to join us. You can access one of our discounted live trading and education bundles on our website, um, starting from $59 per calendar month. So hopefully you can uh, you can join us there. For more information, just go to thelivetrading.com. Thanks so much, guys. Do take care. Uh, fingers crossed we'll, we'll get some moves today. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.